Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick a favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. This is episode 23. I'm Diego, joined by Damon and Amy. We're going to jump right into the regulars. How's everyone doing? Good. Doing well. Doing well. They don't have anything to do next week, so they're putting me on, on blast. This is past my bedtime already. <laughs> I'd be in bed reading right now. I'd be reading Shadow and Bone, doing research. You okay, would have been all in right. bed at like six. Dude, if I could be in bed at six, man, that would be great. What time do you wake up, though? I mean, it depends. Five some usually. So. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, I guess before we get into the irregulars, uh, Amy, did you get to watch anything else? I did. I have been watching some really good stuff on Netflix. So first of all, I finally watched The Crew, which uh, Damon, I know you watched. I'm not sure if Diego, you watched okay. the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm not counting that in the really good stuff, but it was good. Like I hadn't anticipated really. Remember I watched like half of the first episode and I was like, no. Yeah. But then I wound up watching it because I had nothing else to watch there for a little bit. And I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to season two. Along with Netflix uh, sitcoms, I also watched Country Comfort, which is maybe the super cheesiest thing I've ever seen on Netflix. And but you I loved really, it. I did. I really <laughs> did. It's You know me. I'll watch anything that has to do with ranches and country and horses. And it was just really cute. They broke into song every now and then because she's a country oh, singer. Man. And right up your alley. Was, Oh, my God. It was so cheesy, but I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I was very disappointed with Zero Chill, which is something that I've been looking forward to because it was, you know, hockey and figure skating. And I'm all about the figure skating and hockey movies. And it just totally missed the mark, I thought. So I was really disappointed with that. Um, My little guy and I watched The Secret Magic Control Agency. And I think I've always said yeah, that I, don't I caught feel some like... of that. It was it, like it, it sounded silly, but like the premise sounded good. The premise was good, but and I've said this before. I don't feel like Netflix does kids movies well. I think they're great on kids series, but I always think they miss the mark on kids movies. And this one, I was like, I can't watch this. My my kid loved it, but I did not. And then finally, I'm almost done with, I think I'm on like the second to last episode, but I started watching Who Killed Sarah, which is this Mexican, um, it's from Mexico, and it's like a murder mystery series, and there's this- My parents started to watch that. They were really into it. It's so good. Like, I can't stop. I'm a little annoyed right now to be recording, because I would rather just be finishing watching. It's really, really good. Um, so I would recommend Who Killed Sarah. Out of everything that I've watched, I'd recommend Who Killed Sarah to anybody. It's great. My husband started watching, like, in the third episode with me, and he's like, wait, what's going on? And now he's totally hooked on it, too. So I thought it was great, and I would de- that would be the one I would recommend to people. So what about you? You watch anything? Uh, I got to watch Bad Trip, and that's that movie with Tiffany Haddish, uh, Tiffany Haddish, I mean, and I forget the Andre, I think his name is, and Lil Rel. 
Okay. And it's like it's like a movie, but th- throughout the movie, they're pulling like real pranks on people throughout the movie. So like Andre's running through a, a glass door, or there's a car accident, or he's hanging off a building, and it's all part of the story of the movie. But it's like real pranks, and they're pranking people, and you're getting their reactions and whatnot. So it's there. There's a lot of funny parts in it. Okay. Uh, some parts are like you're like, yeah, that's that's corny, but it was funny. It was entertaining. It was okay. Entertaining. And that's about it. That's the only thing I got to watch. Okay. Damon, you, I think you said you didn't watch anything. No, I, I want to. I'm watching. I'm just catching up on some older stuff like Real Rob, which I just watched. It's not that great. But it's it's there. And I, I want to watch Dota, the animated series. I, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. My guess is I will get to it by the time we record the next show, though. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds well, good. let's jump right into it. We all got to watch the irregular. Scooby-Doo. The new Scooby-Doo, right? Is that what this was? The new it s- is not. <laughs> it really was, though. That's the thing. Like, it really was. Right. So let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into episode one. So, so the irregulars in London, yeah, yeah, for the irregulars. So it's eight episodes, takes place in London, and, and it's getting you know, all sorts of acclaim too. Like people love this. I don't know and why. From the sound of it, you did not. <laughs> I'm telling you, every episode is like a bad Scooby Doo episode. Like that's exactly what I felt like every single episode. Okay. Uh, you you saying it now? I could I could see that comparison. Yep. Uh, they just didn't have a dog, I guess. They they did that would have made it great if they had a dog. <laughs> and there was wonderful. no like you know I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids either because it's it's a longer storyline. It's not each episode, it, so it's weird. Each episode kind of is standalone. Like that's one of the things that I liked about it at the beginning is I was like, all right, so there's a different thing to solve each episode. I, I could get on board yeah, with that. I wanted but, to love this. Right, but there was also a thread, right? We're trying to figure out why. There's a all thread, Scooby Doo, too. This was yeah. this this was one of those. Really. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for that girl that knows everything and can go to people's minds. Shucks, yeah. that's exactly what this epi- every episode was. Because, dude, mm-hmm. she was the person that f- solved every episode in theory, right? Like, she th- did, th- th- she did, and I was a little disappointed with yes. that because I was hopeful that every yes. like throughout the series, yes. everyone would have a power. Um, that's what I, I kept even, waiting oh, wow. for. I, I thought that that's what the case was going to be, but I wasn't even, like, mad about that. I just was mad that there wasn't more detectiving going on, like I said. I'll agree with that, yes. Yeah, like, she's, like, the kind of the crutch of the show because she just can bust into people's minds and solve stuff. Like, I don't know. All right, so let, let's go episode by episode, though. Okay. All right, so episode one, An Unkindness in London. And here we start off as Jesse's nightmares grow worse. B accept Dr. Watson's job offer to investigate four kidnapped babies and receive some unexpectedly posh help. Yeah. Posh help. Posh help. <laughs> so, so, so first of all, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say we get all the characters here and I love them all. Right. And this mm-hmm. is where, again, you know, we get introduced to B, love her, right? I mm-hmm. think she's got enough going on. And and again, the story doesn't end up being strong, really, I feel like, with everything that you kind of feel about her when you first meet her. Because you love right. her. Like, there's just, you just, you love her. I love the cast of characters, too. And then you have Jesse, who has these nightmares. Like, it is set up 
to be absolutely wonderful at this point. I even right. like Leo. I like Leo. I, I, I like the way they bring him in. Um, you know, so Prince Leopold, who is the youngest son of Queen Victoria, I think, I don't know. I, I guess being the youngest son and being sickly, maybe he's just kind of allowed to kind of just do whatever, whatever. But I felt like he got enough. He got out there enough that I was surprised for a prince. That he was able to escape the palace, you mean? Yeah, kind of. But I guess he's the youngest, so it was kind of, you know, interesting. And the other setup that we have here in this episode is, right, so as Diego said, it's B accepts Dr. Watson's help. And immediately you're like, where's Sherlock? And that's how I felt. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm all about Sherlock Holmes. I I have watched anything that's got Holmes and Watson, I'm in. I loved... um, Sherlock, the series. I loved Elementary, the series. Like, I'll watch anything. And so I was also like, oh, oh, Watson's running the show. And I think it's interesting, just the different, you know, Sherlock is kind of always this crazy guy in some of the, you know, stories about him. He's a drug addict in some. He's just totally crazy. Like, there's rarely a Sherlock who's like, on the game, like Watson is supposed to be the straight man to Sherlock's insanity, um, but this one, just not even seeing Sherlock for a couple episodes, I thought was really interesting because it just kind of builds the mystery of what's going on with Sherlock, and I liked, I kind of liked that about it. I like this this story too. For me, this was probably the strongest episode I felt like because we're we're not at. <laughs> The Linen Man, which I don't know. I didn't love that whole thing. I mean, we'll get into that. But I felt like this is the strongest one. So there's these babies, right? And they're being kidnapped. And we got to figure out what's going on. So, you know, it was a little gross for me. The girl's eyes being pecked out. Okay. Well, but, <laughs> but again, I felt like it, it kind of like edges up like, oh, this is going to be great. And this is, like I said, even though this is my favorite episode, it kind of dives down a little bit because you have this aviary you have this guy and it's it's the introduction to the story that there's multiple people in the city getting different powers and what they're doing so you have this aviary guy who's controlling the birds and stealing the babies i don't know that that raven picking up that baby too was kind of funny. <laughs> i'll be honest with you um and then you know the other thing is What's so weird to me is these, these little nuancey things. It's not like there's safety glass back then. These birds can't bust through that glass in the zoo's aviary. Right. Well, they're oh, making no, some serious dents in it every time. Yeah, I just think I mean, they would have they're not busting through the first up. time. But I loved the fact that the guy who plays the Raven Master is from Game of Thrones. And he was the mountain. And I loved that. Um, just seeing a familiar face always is nice for me. And I thought he mm-hmm. did a good job as being like this tortured soul, right? And I I liked the backstory. Like, I liked hearing how it all went. So I was, um, like, this episode, I agree, this was a really good episode. And it did its job, I felt like, of drawing me in and wanting to know more. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, the way that they set it up, like, Jessie got her powers in that first one or discovered what her power was. And I, in the next episode, then I was like, okay, who's going to fall into their powers now? Because I, it's interesting to have, I, I don't know that I've ever seen something like that where you have this group and the sh- there's a supernatural twist to the show, but only one person in the group has a power. Like I think of the other shows that we've watched and I feel like whenever there's a group, 
and it's supernatural. Either everybody has a power or nobody has a power. Yeah. It was, you know? It, what's interesting is is that I'm just looking at this. Was the the Lennon man in this one? It has him listed as cast, but I don't remember him being in this one. I think he might have, like, spoken to her just for, like, a moment in her dream. Like, okay. maybe just even in his voice, like, come over this way or something like that. But gotcha. I don't remember him appearing in the first one. Yeah. yeah. It didn't really strike me. But again, like, a great episode and I want to love it. And there's characters here that I just feel like didn't really get developed as maybe as quickly as I would have liked. So, I mean, I like Spike a lot, but I don't think he gets developed till way too late. Um, and then who's the other dude that fights Billy. everybody? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love feel Billy. Like, yeah. I like him a lot, but I feel like the development just takes a little too long to get where we need to be. So. Okay. All right. Okay, what do you got for episode two, Diego? So episode two, the ghosts of 22 1B, and that's the address of where Watson and Sherlock Holmes stay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the summer, this one says broke and in trouble. B reluctantly partners with Jesse to find out who's stealing children's teeth. Spike yeah. spies on Watson and Sherlock Holmes. So this episode, I just I guess you know piggybacking on the first episode, I like the way like the people with powers are being developed and their backstory. Like you said, Amy, like I like that part of this. Mm-hmm. And so the like the 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 lady stealing teeth and she's just and like, she listen growing she people. It. Yep, yes. she killed it in this episode. So um, she, she was stealing the teeth, and then she was growing clones with the right. teeth. Right. So yeah. I like, thought I, that was pretty cool. Like yeah. that. Amazing. It, it makes me want to love it. And see, I think that's where, like I said, if I read the summaries, like I'm like, how am I not in love with this? I love the characters. I like what the stories are saying. I just I don't know where that, that little failure point was, but I'm having a very difficult time locating where it kind of went wrong for me because it all sounds good and even as we talk about it i liked it but right. i didn't like it at the end okay. of the day i and love this, this episode just epi- because go ahead go ahead no go ahead amy i was gonna say i really like this episode because to me the tooth fairy has always been the creepiest of the mystical childhood <laughs> story hmm. like what is this she comes and takes your teeth and then just this idea and i've always you know as a kid i was always like what does she do with the teeth and then here you have this woman who again is not the tooth fairy but she's got this thing where she's grabbing the teeth and then growing people i mean what it's just so I wait- ridiculously I creative waiting to i see. loved it I was waiting to see one of those dolls that people make with like real teeth. Oh God, they're awful. Oh my God, that's awful. It's a doll and they put human teeth in it. What is that? Yeah, that was pretty bad. I think that this is where I start to realize that she is definitely going to be, you know, Jesse is going to be a crutch for, for solving everything. And I think that that's part of what starts to do it for me is that knowing that that's what we're getting each episode oh go do this oh go do that go do this oh but don't worry jesse will take care of it and and that's this is where like i said it starts to come in at this point where i start to feel a little bit of that okay Mm. i the other reason i really enjoyed this one is because this is the episode where we first find out about the rip between worlds and i love that idea of just this rip in the fabric of time and space 
Yeah, very lock and fringe. key. Also reminded me of yes, very fringe. It reminds me of Doctor Who because um, I was a huge Doctor Who fan. And for people who've watched Doctor Who, there's one season where there's this rip in time and space in Amy Pond's wall, and they keep coming back to it all season. And and as soon as they start talking about this rip in between worlds, I was like, oh, it's going to be that. And I love that. Just that idea and that imagery. So I was, this one kind of got me. And then right at the end of the episode, they introduced Mycroft Holmes. And then I was right. like, yes, because I've always been fascinated by Sherlock's brother as well. I always find him to be an interesting character because, again, he's someone who always gets portrayed differently depending on which version of Sherlock you're talking about. So I, I was excited to see Mycroft show up at the end. This this episode made me a little worried though that we weren't gonna see any Sherlock. That it was just gonna be yeah. Like, yeah. I would agree. It was, it, we were just gonna allude to him, and that that kind of pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, but give me the whole enchilada he, here. And he plays such an integral part at the end. And again, right? There's not that true setup, right? I'm not. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go into episode three and. I'm going to probably butcher this word, but Ipsimus? Ipsimus? No? Ipsissimus. Ipsissimus. Yeah. Uh, and a gruesome murder sends B and her crew undercover at a country estate to determine whether the killer is part of a secret paranormal society. So we have a little clue action here, it seems right. like. Right. Yeah, this episode, interestingly, was a no-go for me. I yep. had a really hard time paying attention to it because I know there was a mystery to this one but it didn't feel like it it was just it felt like they were just hanging out with mycroft and his buddies i didn't yeah. like the other people that mycroft was with it was a big no thanks to me this episode i honestly i didn't even really take notes on this one because i, 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 was I like, zoomed Egh. through this one yeah yeah, yeah. i think the I best part about this was the maid talking to spike about sherlock and then them going into his room and you kind of get a little glimpse up to like well something happened to sherlock like yeah. yeah he went nuts or but he found something something a cult and that it kind of drove him i don't know to the edge or something so that i like that part again alluding to sherlock are we actually going to see him mm. Mm, but yeah, yeah, so, I would agree. This was one of those where, again, while I I saw every scene of of this, this was one of the ones where I was kind of like, yeah, let me hit that one point five on on the Netflix app and, and kind of burn through this one a little bit. And then, yeah, out and of I all, wish I had remembered that. <laughs> and then, out of all the villains or people with power causing trouble, yep. th this was probably the weakest one. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because like. Yeah, because I think what they were doing, right, you have these, like, weird – like, it's weird, right? The whole point of this is that we're, we're talking about weird stuff, and this one just wasn't really weird. Right. It's so it funny because – It was just a bunch of rich people talking about paranormal <laughs> yeah. stuff, who was, you know? And who was going to take over. And yeah, it's funny exactly. because what they're saying, like, that this is like if you took all the Netflix shows and kind of put them in a blender, right? Like, and again, this one just wasn't any part of that, that smoothie. It was just – Straight out water, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you do at the end see that what the, the picture of Watson with uh the mom, the mom bees mom with B yeah. yeah. So we do we do see there now that Watson's uh there's more to Watson that we're we're getting uh we're seeing there. Yeah, and I think that was definitely something you're like, oh okay, we're gonna get real interesting. Uh, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> so then episode four, both the needle and the knife. 
Jesse comes face to face with Inspector Lestrade at a crime scene. B plays cat and mouse with Watson, and Leo feels torn over his life at the palace. So this is the one where the girl, you know, gets abused by the men. Mm-hmm. She works at the taxidermy office, and she's sewing stealing, faces on. She's stealing faces, putting it on herself, and she's transforming into that person, which I thought was pretty dope. That power mm-hmm. pretty dope. Uh, yeah, Game story, of Thrones. Right? I was just gonna yes. say another Game of yes. Thrones thing here. But I but, did like it. I did like it. I, I like I said, the the setup is good. The execution leaves a little bit to be desired, right at the end. But it, it's and it's we a get good setup. more. And we get more of the linen man, I think, here in this episode as well. We do. And at yeah. this point, I'm like, nah, this guy's shady. There's something. Yes. Like, Come I, on. I, I don't know if I was in on shady right now. I kind of was just like, I was. I Ooh. wrote it down in my notes. I, I well, he hasn't. I think you know when he turns shady for me is when he says he's coming. That's when he turns shady for me. For for right now, I'm kind of like, well, maybe he's just gonna help her, right? Because I felt like the show's about Jesse at some point, right? Like that's what we're about. And I felt like he was gonna help her because no one really on her team can help her with what she's dealing with. But it didn't turn out that way. Right. Was this the episode also where they kept like? He kept saying to her, like, they all, not that they think you're weak, but, like, yeah, they, they think you're think afraid because you won't go go back into the dreams, no, no, go no, back no, into the night. No, it no, wasn't no. this one? That's, okay. No, that's later on. This, but but okay. this is where she, where Jesse is feeling, like, weird or people are going to think she's weird and it doesn't add to it that Lestrade is, like, <laughs> yeah. a jerk. He's like, you're much. weird, dude. Yeah, I don't like need you're you. Weird. I wish you. Yeah, I wish you didn't exist. Pretty much, right? I'll call right. you when I need you. Well, because he's blaming her. Look, as it comes to a peak at the end, right? Like this is just the beginning of the occult, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that Lestrade's seeing it not just with this, right? Because look, they're getting these cases kind of on the side at this point, right? I mean, that's kind of what mm-hmm. we're understanding. They're like one-off cases. It's like, all right, you know, we don't really know the time frame between these, but it seems like it ramps up rather quickly. So I'm sure that he's just a little annoyed at this point, even having to deal with it, because he blames those people for what's happening. Right. I feel like. right. No, I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Right. But yeah, it's so, cool. And I thought, here's another thing to point out, though, is that I thought they did a really good job with the face stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought that it looked really well done. And again, her backstory, how she became here, how I got to that point, very well done. Yeah. And I like that Jesse let her go at the end of the episode. Yes, yeah. So I thought that I was thought that... that was good. That was good. So episode five, Students of the Unhallowed Arts. You have B discovers more about her mother's long ago connection to Sherlock and Watson, while Billy contemplates revenge after a brutal reminder of his past. Here we get Sherlock. So right. this was, a, this was this my was favorite an, episode. Yes. This was an enjoyable episode. You see Sherlock in his prime. Solving a case, looking smart, boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 and then you get yeah. his connection with the mom. Right. I like this. I like that we got to see Sherlock. I appreciated knowing more about Alice and the Irregulars. Right. The Irregulars right. was is not this group of kids. The Irregulars was Sherlock, Watson, and Alice. 
Um, and that's what they called themselves. And I thought it was fascinating to watch the three of them interact and just, again, to see Sherlock, like you said, in his prime and just how it all kind of evolved. It was good to see. I thought it was good backstory and good for Alice to know, or good for Jesse to know that Alice had the nightmares too. Like, you know, this is something that was passed down and just to kind of find out their connection, um, throughout. I, I loved this episode. And again, a large part of that for me is probably the fact that there was so much Sherlock in it. Um, right. And I know that that's not who the show was about, but still, you can't have a show with Sherlock Holmes without a big piece of it being yeah. Sherlock. So I don't love this Sherlock. I'll be honest with you. I really just don't. Okay. Yeah. Different. I just, I, I, yeah. I mean, too, too kind of drug ridden um, for me. Um, well, I think it's know, the just, first time you really see Sherlock like down and beaten, like he's doubting himself. And mm-hmm. there's that one part where he, where B like brings him back to like that hotel room or whatever, and he's trying to deduce the name of the T, and he gets yeah. it wrong, and it's yeah. like right. he's like broken. I don't remember ever seeing a broken Sherlock Holmes. We always get in his prime figuring stuff out, Sherlock Holmes. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why it's interesting because the the TV show Elementary was Sherlock after he had been broken, right? He became addicted to substances and he's now solving crimes with his substance abuse counselor, you know? Like, so we don't see the broken him except for like in flashbacks here and there, but it's, it's mm-hmm. him afterwards, you know? So again, like you said, it's interesting because she locks him in that room so that he will detox so that she can get something better out of him. And then when he does get the name of the T wrong, she doesn't say, like, she's like, yep, that was it. Which I yeah. thought was interesting because she's so angry. And then for her to show that little piece of compassion and not be like, no, that's not the name of the T. She was like, nope, you got it. That's it. I was like, huh, interesting. Now, and I felt now, like that showed the- us a little bit about B. Now, is this the point where the linen man says he's coming, or is that next episode? Yeah, right? I think I think that's right around here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm kind of like, all right. Actually, no, right. no, that's the next episode. That's the next oh, isn't episode. episode, now, episode so, six. I mean, and again, I would say that Billy's reminder of the past, I don't know, his story's weak, man. I love him as a character, but just, mm. Uh, I think that was more of a like what happens later on when they're in the caves, like what his biggest fear is. I think mm-hmm. that's the only reason yeah. they might have put that in that part. But I do in this episode, you do start getting a sense of and you start to question Watson and like what are his motives. Right. Like he, you see like that kind of like tension between the three of them where he's feeling some type of way about Alice and Sherlock's relationship. So you kind yeah. of start to see that. But do we don't know exactly what that is yet, right? No, we don't. But you do see it. You do see it with the way he, his facial expressions and whatnot. So. And it's the yeah. first time but. that I start to question Watson. Okay, so Watson's yes. the bad guy? You know, which was an which was a good thing to kind of throw in there. It was definitely a wrench in the works. Like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe Watson's a bad guy. And I liked feeling that yep. way. Because, it, it, again, it hooked me. It made me want to watch the next episode and see twist. what was going on. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. A little twist makes you guess, and I like, yeah, exactly. I like that guessing uh, part of the mm-hmm. show. All right, so episode six. This is Hiroseum Snowdonesian. Oh maybe? yeah. Oh, this is the Frankenstein lady. 
Yeah. B suspects okay. a spate of stolen body parts links to an old case. Jesse approaches Sherlock about her nightmares. Leo makes a stand for his future. And Amy, you said it. This is the Frankenstein episode. Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. So this oh, the lady, collector. That's husband. what they. Yeah. Yeah, they the, collector. the collector. That's right. So they, and again, that gives us these flashbacks, right? Um, but it, there's this woman whose husband was ill for a long time and then dies, and she wants to bring him back to life. So she's figured out a way to harvest these body parts that doesn't kill the people, right? You're just left without your arm or left without your leg. Like you never had it. Like you never had it, right. And then she puts together her husband and they're like, don't do it, don't do it, don't bring him back. And then she brings it back and sure enough, you know how it's going to go down. <laughs> he, um, you know, he's like, why? He's so mad. Why didn't you just let me die? And then he kills his wife and... Oh, it was just, it was, but yeah. it was so good. It was so good And in to between watch. all this, Watson got captured by yes. the Frankenstein lady. Yes, because mm-hmm. she remembered, because she had given him, or she had come to him years ago with this relic. And she was like, this is going to help me. And he's like, well, I'll take it and I'll figure it out for you. And then uses it himself, right? And um, this is where we see so, him open up the rip, the first rip yes, that took away exactly. Alice. Right, right. We find out that he's responsible for it. And I just, I loved that. I thought it was, I was like, okay, all right. And just watching that and then how it connects to the old case. And it was, it was great. And then the side pieces were that, you know, they find out who the prince is. Um, And then Billy, who winds up going back to that guy from the workhouse and, He's like, you know how I knew your name? Because I'm the one who named you. Um, and then he had to fight him. And I didn't like that part because I don't want Billy to be bad. And now that Billy has killed this man, I was so worried that Billy was going to be like, you know, all right, I guess this is who I am now. I'm a bad guy. So I was really worried that Billy was going to turn here because um, he's already feeling kind of bad that, you know, Leo and B are together because he's in love with B and... Just kind of watching that whole thing, I was really worried. That's going to be a problem if it continues. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I was really worried about Billy in this episode. And then this is the episode when we find out for sure that the linen man is bad. And my notes, I was like, I think we all knew it was coming that the linen man was bad. Um, But this is the one where it's kind of solidified. But I thought this was a really strong episode, too. I like I this know. episode too. I yeah. think I think this epi- the only episode so far that I agree that was not good was like the the clue themed episode with the, mm-hmm. the the lady. But again, these stories where you have these monsters or whatever, and they have the great backstory, and then it all ties together. Like that's enjoyable. Right, I agree. But, I agree. But and this was also the episode at, 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 where Leo was exposed, right? Hmm. Yeah. So the, the his, yeah they like, they bump into that guy at the yes the guy and he spills he, the yeah, secret. The cup. Yep. And then they, and it, uh, you know again that that kind of thing like I don't know I I feel like they're all keeping secrets and so I'm a little surprised that they're not a little bit more understanding about the fact that he doesn't but it's want such them a class to know. difference though. There is, I mean, I mean, he is literally the Prince of England. So it's not even like he's just a wealthy kid. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like he has shown you that he's in it. He's getting beaten yeah. up. He's bruised. He's but, but bleeding. But think about Which, the, by the, the time way, frame. I know, I know. But by the way, 
they in the first episode they the clarify the the bodyguard says you know you're a hemophiliac there's no way given all of the bruising and then he falls off a roof if i remember correctly that he doesn't die if he's a hemophiliac. There's no way. There's, there's so many levels of that, though. We don't yeah. know how bad it is, right? Because I, I know people and that I guess, have it. And, they're, they're... and I guess I was assuming that it that he was like the most extreme because of the way they kept him under lock and key. But you're right. You're well, right. Remember, I mean, um, I think like being being the prince, he's going to be under lock and key no matter what. But, you know, again, I think the, the class system that's going on here during this time is going to negate any of that sort of camaraderie i feel like right. because right think about what's going to happen in the future <laughs> between the classes like it's th- that's the only thing i feel like i can understand it because it's not him right they're not mad at him they're mad at the system and that's just yeah. being taken out on him at this point i, I mean, guess that's how i, I see just it. feel like i just feel like he's proven who he is he's proven he's loyal to them he's proven he's a friend but, he's proven that he's willing to die for what they're doing sure but he's still part of the problem as yeah. they see it in the slums yeah that's true that's true all right so episode seven the ecstasy of death after demanding the truth from watson b joins a plan to catch the linen man jesse fights for fights her fears and Spike scrambles to keep his friends together. Finally, some good Spike, right? Like, Yeah, Spike like, is yeah, the most yeah. underused person. Yeah. And he saves the day there for Billy because he, he goes to Buckingham Palace or wherever and he sees Leo and kind of convinces him to get Billy out of jail. Right. I mean, that's we don't find out till later how Leo was able to do that, but right. he got Billy out of there and... This is where B and Watson and Sherlock and the whole crew get together to try to capture the linen man. And they do. Right. And they do. Uh, but that they do, but then he kind of convinces Sherlock to let him go and go to the rip, which happens to be in the underground subway tunnel under London. So right. this was to to me this was kinda of like a filler episode to get to episode eight. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I would agree. I, I did not take any notes on this episode because it kind yeah, of not- blended together with episode eight for me. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing was just the Linderman getting captured and then Sherlock Holmes go with the I- Linderman to the rip and that's about it. Yeah, I feel like if this was if we were back to regular TV, this would have been a two parter. Yes, yes, Agreed. I agree with that. And, and it kind of, and you know what? Just looking at the names of the episodes, that one was called Ecstasy of Death, and then episode eight yeah. is called Ecstasy of Life. So you are on point with that. So let's go right to episode eight then, the Ecstasy of okay. Life. And here, as London descends into chaos, B and her crew head underground, where together they face <laughs> untold terror in a dangerous quest to locate the rip. I so thought this, this was a great the, ending. This was a good, I like the sewer scene where they're all in the sewers and they're all kind of separated. And then the Linda yeah. man kind it, of like, they all see their fears. Yeah. And it, it was funny because I was reading uh, an interview with Spike actually about this scene. And that's mushroom water. They said that's how they kept that water in the sewers. It was like all mushrooms in that water. He was just saying it was right. Yeah, it was interesting because he was just talking about how like damp and wet it was and just how like Look damp and wet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Said there was a lot of filming going on in there. Yeah, I'm sure. So I like this part. I liked the part where the linen man tries to mess with Jesse, but like Jesse kind of turned the tables on him Mm -hmm. and she shows him his fears of all the people he's hurt. 
and eventually ends up he falls off the cliff and dies right which ends everyone's fears that they were having in the sewer so yeah uh quick just in time for I... leo as he's being drowned by a nun <laughs> <laughs> yeah Lord. yeah so london's going into chaos everyone's turning into a monster or something yeah. right um and, and, then, and whatever you wished for or prayed for would happen. I thought that was the, in the scene with the nun when Leo's there and he walks in and they're praying and he's like, don't say amen, don't say amen, don't say amen. And then they say amen. And immediately the nun's eyes turn black. Again, I like that kind of stuff. And I thought that was, I like when they were showing the different things that were all happening at the same time. Just the effect of what's happening with the linen man. On everybody else, at, you know, simultaneously. I thought that was well done. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this scene or this 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 episode here. I just and then you you get the mom. The mom comes back right? through the rip, and as mm. soon as she steps in, I wrote down, "Mom's comes back, but why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what what what's there's a there's a catch here, and you kind of get it right away. She's trying to pretty much." Was it blend the worlds together, the different dimensions, or just... She just wants to stay. She just wants to stay. She wants to stay in the real world. Right. In order to stay, she's got to... They've got to leave that rip open, right? The rip has to get larger and everything needs to to kind of be... I feel like this is such a sucker move for her, though. Like, she's got no choice. Like, she's just beat. Mm -hmm. Right? And I just... I don't know. I mean, it just... I didn't love it. And it was rough there because B was like all for it. She was like, yeah, let's rock. Yeah, exactly. And then then it was Jesse to be like, no. And that's when she goes into B's mind and shows her all the great things that she does have in this life. Yeah. You know what is a little annoying to me, though? I mean, I didn't (laughs) – as we start to go through these, it just reminded me of the the linen man showing everyone, like, what's going to be coming up in the world. I didn't love that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, agree I don't know with how you. it makes sense. Right, I agree with you. I, I, that I mean, didn't where, make where sense. Where did the time traveling come in? Right, right. Like, it's not. A, it's a rip, right? I mean, it's not alternate universes. You don't see all, you know, Germany like that. Like I don't know. Like to me, it just it's, it's weird. It took me out of where we were. Right. Well, that, and it was, was just, just the way that they yeah. kept explaining the rip was that it was purgatory. So yeah. it wasn't was even like. Purgatory. It was her portrait, right? So it wasn't even like you're right. It wasn't like a, yeah. And if you go through this here, you're, you know. I, but I didn't get that. In the future. Well, kind of, for her, because she kind of said something where each each rip is different, goes to different places. For me, it's where spirits didn't stay because they didn't want to keep going on. So for her, that's where she was. But that rip could be go anywhere. It sounded like I thought. Right. But yeah, it wasn't explained well enough to give me that feeling of, oh, it's going to be time travel, time travel rip. Right. I don't know. It's just no, weird I for me. I, and I, like I said, I didn't necessarily love her, you know, not staying. I don't know. I, again, like I get the ending part of it, but it was just kind of well, like, the, oh, the ending okay. kind of bummed me out a little bit because obviously Jesse convinces B, convinces the mom, mom goes in. And then Sherlock well, Holmes goes in as well. And I'm like, ah, man. But it makes well, sense be, be, because he really, all he wanted was to be with Alice again. Like, yep. that's really That's why all this whole thing wanted. started, right? 
Right, exactly. And, and so then I loved, I thought such a good part though was where Watson redeems himself, right? Because one of the things that Jesse and B keep saying to him is with the original why didn't you rip, save? Yeah. why did you save Sherlock? Why didn't you save my mom? But, why didn't you save my mom? But he tells them why. And he tells them why. Well, because, you know, I'm in love with him. And then here they are again at the rip and the same thing's playing out. And B is just sobbing to him like, please help me save my mom. Please help me save my mom. And he lets go of Sherlock to, or my sister, please help me save Jesse. Um, and he lets go of Sherlock to save Jesse. Like he finally realizes like, this is, this is what I need to do. This is the right thing. And I, I loved way. that. Or, or, or is it this that is I ne- I might need Jesse in case this doesn't all turn out the way I think. And hey, gotta... you're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong with that. He doesn't need Sherlock. He needs Jesse because Jesse's the one that saves everything every time, right? <laughs> yeah. How do you get rid of her? We need you don't Jesse let Scooby for go. Two. You let Shaggy go, right? Like, oh, come on. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's no Scooby without Shaggy, bro. Nah, Seriously. you have your choice between the two of them, though. You got to save Scooby over Shaggy any day of the week, man. Really? Any day of the week. <laughs> Who's going to make Scooby all of his snacks without Shaggy, though? Velma. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So, so, so the rip closest. Right. <laughs> the rip closes, right? The rip closes, yeah. and now we're left with the aftermath, right? And the part that was like, got me like, damn, was when Leo tells B, Oh like, my God. I, yeah. I have to go back. And she's like, Why? You don't have to. He's like, I made a deal pretty much that I would live like the royal life if they got Billy out of jail. So I have Not to. Not, go I'm going to live the royal life. I'm going to marry Helena. Yeah, that's ways I, I got to go to Europe because I got to go meet my girl, my my wife. But you get Billy. And I liked it because that leaves things open for Billy and B, which made me happy. My part of the it's ending that story. I was. Well, come on. It's going to be a trial. There's going to be a season two. Well, yeah, there's something's got to happen. Also in season two, I can't imagine a season two without Sherlock. So I don't know how that's going to work because I feel like something's got to happen. But I can't have them open the rift again. I can't no, do no, no, like no. another season of the same thing. But you, but you might. Because remember, the linen man has a son. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's the key. And the son has been mm. kind of. Remember, the son was supposed to marry Jesse. That was the whole point of this. Right. 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 So he still is set up to carry on his father's work at the end of the day mm-hmm. because he's been prepped for that. So right. I think that's where we see a season two. And then you're going to have this love triangle without a doubt yeah. between you, Billy you, you and know, B, You know what's going to happen. B and Billy are going to get close. It's, they're going to get close to kissing and then Leo's going to show up. Classic. That's a classic. I, or do you think Maybe. they just see Leo in a parade through town or something? Like I kind of feel like it's going to be something like that. But, you know, the, the one thing that did tie everything together at the end of the day is that the show was about, right? Like, because again, B even says at one point, you know, I just have to come to grips with, you know, her mom, you know, being gone. I think right. the whole show is really just about like loss for everybody, right? Like, right. Everyone's losing somebody at some point. And I think that's where kind of that common thread. I don't know if it was, again, like I said, it all the pieces are great. It just doesn't fully come together for me. Right. But. I didn't love, love the very, very end where like Watson puts his hand on B's shoulder and it was just a little creepy to me because I was like, so are you now looking to be like her father? Like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. It, that, that kind of like, I was like, mm, ew. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love that because like, 
he never seemed, and again, I know at the end he wound up saving Jesse, but I felt like he was never really fully engaged with the kids. Um, but I think it and, ends up, like, at the end it feels like he is, like his, right at the end end, it's kind of like, all right, I kind of get it, right? That's what you kind of get this feeling from Watson, like, all right, I get it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm into I, I, a season two. I'm I'm into it. I so would are you looking to see forward to season two or yeah, yeah, nay for season two. I, yay I, for I don't me. I don't need a season two. I mean, I I get where they're going with it, but I didn't love it well enough to really want to watch the same thing again. Kind of as Amy said, like I mean, if we're gonna have a Linda Man Junior, right? Like, what, what are we doing with that? Right, okay. and that's my concern is I don't want it to just be the same thing. Because then it definitely again. is a Scooby Doo adventure. Right. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Bring your own point. All right. All like right. maybe, right. maybe, maybe uh, Leo and his new wife, maybe he winds up living in her country and there's weird supernatural things going on there. And he's like, I know who can clean this up. And so he's, he And he puts the bat symbol out and they all come running from London. I mean, exactly. What, what? Yes, exactly. Again, I think as I've stated that my biggest problem with this is just the Jesse crutch. I think it could have been great. Would have liked to have seen a little bit more. Billy, in a different way, I didn't love his story. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more spike than just at the end, right? Where it's like, right. oh, okay, I see them getting together. Like, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more development from him. The pieces were good, just not the whole the whole puzzle, unfortunately. Okay. All right. All right. Well, it was a I thumbs agree. up from me. Thumbs up for me, too. Uh, but I'll, I'll have to agree. I think we all can agree that if season two is the same thing, then it's a wrap. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think I'm just, I'm so already involved in the, the late April <laughs> Shadow and Bone show. I can't mm-hmm. see anything else in front of me. Like, I'm all about that. Like, I've watched the trailer like 10 times. I'm like, wait a second. Let so me is watch that the that only again. thing you're looking forward to? And uh, what might keep coming next? Like, <sighs> I mean, really decide. Because that's, that's the end of the month. There's got to be something for the next time. There's got to be yeah. something for the next time. Um, but again, like I have a lot of reading to do at this point, don't I? Like uh, I think Amy's do. way ahead of me. I am. Where? Yeah. What book I'm are you on? I'm not reading for the betterment of the group, so I can be surprised. <laughs> yeah. What What book He's are you sacrificing. on? I'm on the third book of Shadow and Bone, so I'm on. Um, oh, okay. That's not bad then. Right, I'm on book two. I'm gonna finish that, and then I'll move into Six of Crows. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for what I'm looking forward to, I'll be honest with you. Um, there's. The circle, I think, is coming back, right? It is. I'm so excited. You love me, the circle. Oh my love god, it was circle. so good. Um, but honestly, outside of that, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm really looking forward to. Someone else is gonna have to pick the next next one. I, I'm looking for a movie though. I had fun in the movie. It was a little bit less what um, about exhausting. Th- this one comes out this week, so it might be too soon. But Thunder, what's it? Thunder Force. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I have really a bunch. I have a bunch that I've listed. Okay. I want to see Concrete Cowboy. I want to see Thunder Force. I want to see What Lies Below. I want to see Into the Beat. Family Reunion Part 3 is coming out. I didn't ever I did even not see Parts them. 1 and 2. I oh, did. see, I, I didn't did see 1 and 2. Oh, all right. Well, I might the fir- check it I, out. I watched the first one, not the second one. Yeah. All right. The Stand-In I want to see. Just Say Yes. And The Circle was on my list. Haunted Latin America I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see Seven Yards, the Chris Norton story. And then I'm surprised you didn't say this one, Damon. They have, or maybe this wasn't one of your shows. I thought it was. The Last Kids on Earth. Was that uh, one of I your shows? I don't like it. Diego England? likes it. Yeah. Oh, well, they're doing it. an interactive just... adventure. Oh, uh, okay. And you know I, I love those interactive kids adventure well, things. You know so. you're going to watch Dolly Parton, a music cares tribute. 
Uh, I, I don't love know. Dolly, but I don't think I'm going to watch it. Yeah, no. I don't either. Oh, new Octonauts? Yeah, new Octonauts. <laughs> I might be the circle. The we did love the circle. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We, we were. It was like the best part of the pandemic. Can we do this? The, we but they're, do they're the only doing four episodes. Four episodes. That's Perfect. okay, though. <laughs> That's April 14th. I'm a little nervous uh, about that it's not going to be able record, to develop enough. Rec- All right, so we'll look at it, and then we'll we'll make a decision there. Okay. No, did we record the 11th? We're beat on the circle. Yeah. Oh, all right. I know that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't know, Diego. This one's you. You. It's up to you. All right, I'll find something good for us, and then uh, we can post it on Facebook yeah. or somewhere. Yep. Maybe we'll have to all do right. like a mid-show for the circle. Ooh, a mid show. Because <laughs> yo, here's the episode. thing. I don't while I love the circle, I'm gonna need like three hours with Shadow and Bone. So I don't wanna hear nothing oh, about the circle and Shadow okay. and Bone. Don't even be messing with my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys got anything else? No, no that's, that's it. it. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, check out the Facebook page, check out Instagram, give us a shout, you know, leave us a message, a comment, a suggestion, anything like that. And until then We'll catch everyone later. Goodbye. Just a disclaimer here. No members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only, and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.